Thank you for tuning in to a new episode of Uniquely Spoken. I am your host, Red. Hope you're doing well today. Let's jump into this episode. Yellow Bello. What's good, people? My name is Red, in case you missed it in the intro, and you are listening to Uniquely Spoken. Thank you so much for tuning in to a new episode. It is greatly appreciated. Um, I know I've been gone, but I haven't been gone as long. I hope you missed me because I missed you. I really did from the bottom of my pinky toe. Uh, What's going on with you? How you doing today? Or tonight? This evening? Whenever you're listening to this, how you doing? How, how are you mentally? I'll wait. Really? That, that, the hole from work still getting on your nerves? Like, we can flatten her tires. Just not all four. This is hypothetical. For legal purposes. This is hypothetical. Um, you could always, hypothetically, flatten three of their tires. Not all four, because insurance will recover it. Flatten three of the tires. Hypothetical. Do with that information what you will. And or, you can take the tires off. Let a little bit of air out and just sit them next to them. Sitting next to the car. You know, no damage, no harm, no foul. What they going to call the police on you for? For taking the tires off the car? You didn't damage anything. Do with that information what you will. Hypothetically, of course. Hypothetically. I am not instructing you to go out and do anything to that co-worker's car. That keeps getting on your nerves and or stealing your lunch. Anyway... We are in Just Scrolling. Before I jump into everything for Just Scrolling, um, I needed to give you a quick update uh, about the Chronicles of Susie. If you do not know who Susie is and you are new here, first of all, welcome. Hi, how are you? Uh, If you missed it, once again, my name is Red. You'll hear me refer to myself in the third person every now and again or call myself by my legal name overlook it but if you are new here and you do not know who Susie is Susie is my grandmother um she is 70 she'll be 76 this year so the chronicles of Susie is legit just that just her life up until this point or not up until this point Jesus let me not say that the best way I can put it is in the beginning of January well in December she lost her sister and unfortunately that took a toll on her mentally and we believed she was in the beginning stages of dementia so we started calling it the Chronicles of Susie because sometimes she would have good days sometimes she have bad days this is in a sense our way to cope um, by her not being the person that we all know and love and grew up with now, by the grace of God, she has gotten a lot better. She is on medicine. She is, who done called me Jesus? I'm sorry. I got distracted. Lord, and Susie done called me. I'm, I'm going to call you back, Susie. She not listening to this, but I'm going to call her back. But by the grace of God, like I said, she is better. She is on medicine And now we just have these fun moments. I go over uh, to see her, spend a day with her once a week. And we have 
a picnic, as we like to call it, um, in her room watching westerns and all of that. So she just she she's a lovely woman. I love I love her to death. She tried me yesterday though. Oh, she tried me. She was with the BS and thought she was gonna jank me, and it didn't work in her favor. So basically, update on the Chronicles of Susie. <sighs> Unfortunately, Susie took a tumble. Um, I shouldn't say it like that, but that's the only way I can put it. Susie took a tumble, and by the grace of God, she's not, nothing's broken, no concussion, nothing like that. She did, uh, bust a blood vessel in her eye, so right now she has a a black eye. No, we did not give it to her. Don't attempt to call them folks. Um, yeah, we didn't know how bad it was until she had on, she, I guess the light was irritating her eye. She wore shades in the house. We had to go somewhere. She took the shades off and my mom saw it and she wanted to go, damn. (laughs) Her, her whole eye, like the eyeball is red. Like you can see the blood in it. Now here's the thing. Um, by the grace of God, she did not damage her retina. Um, she bruised her eye, but she did not damage her retina. She is not a detached retina, anything like that. We had to go to the emergency room and they wanted us to follow up with her eye doctor. They did everything that they needed to do. Basically, her eye is going to look like this for a few weeks. Here's 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 where I need like a little advice. Do y'all think God mad at me because I put my grandma shades on her while we were in the emergency room and told her to move her head side to side and say, Georgia. Georgia, and I started calling her Ray Charles. Y'all think God mad at me about that? I ain't tell nobody but God. Well, and y'all, and I might have recorded a video and sent it to uh, sent it to my mom. That's neither here nor there. But she is in good spirits. She's upset because she can't see like and do as much as she normally does. Uh, purely because. She has real bad cataracts in one eye, and now the other eye is bruised. So, yeah, it man down. We're gonna get her a life alert pen. But, uh, no, Susie is in good spirits. Now, let's jump into just scrolling. This went on longer than what I what it was supposed to, but uh, just scrolling. If you are new here, is when I give my commentary on things that have scrolled on my timeline, be it Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, uh, YouTube, wherever, I, wherever it comes up on my phone, I, I save it and give you my commentary on it. Now, if you have not heard the story so far, let me inform you. There is a anesthesiologist named Giovanni Quintella Bizarro, whatever his last name is, which is gonna call him Giovanni. Giovanni was recorded allegedly because for legal purposes, since he has not been prosecuted and found guilty, we have to say allegedly. Allegedly for sexually assaulting women, multiple women during a C, uh, their C-sections. Here's the thing. He was caught on the third victim. Apparently, from the articles that I've read, there were three C-sections that day and they were taking longer to wake up from the anesthesia and 
everything. So people started getting suspicious. Hey, what's, why is it taking so long to wake them up? He was giving them basically extra doses to keep them under longer. So he could mm, basically put his penis in their mouth. That like I, I tried to find a better way to say it. I couldn't. So he could sexually assault them. I could have said that the first time. Overlook it. But he, the, uh, a couple of the nurses that were in the operating room with him decided, hey, let's see what's going on. They had two C-sections the day, that day, particular day that they recorded the video. They had two and it took long to wake them up. The third one, they set up the camera and basically saw what was going on. Now, my thing is, if there was, and before I get into that, he was already under investigation. Uh, Some reports say he was a new medical student. He basically, this was like his first job, which is not true because there are reports that he is under a lawsuit along with another doctor for malpractice from back in 2018 they misdiagnosed this woman with a urinary tract infection and she had swine flu and their misdiagnosis led to this woman being in a 23 day coma. So he is not just fresh out the field and new and all of this. He took that. He took the time to give extra doses to women and do unspeakable things and now it's oh well we felt uncomfortable we felt like we need to know what was going on if he was already under investigation why was there no camera in the room before a why was there not someone on the side of him b why was there no extra precaution taken to protect the women that he was putting under anesthesia, C. And why is it that in the video, when you, uh, if you've seen the video, you can obviously see him looking around. He looked, he looked real sketchy. Like nobody's antennas went up. He looked extremely sketchy. He's looking around the room, basically, you know, making sure he's not seen. Make sure no one's paying attention. And while he's doing what he's doing, nobody was like, and I understand you got a woman on the table delivering a child um, and you're in the middle of a C-station, but you still have to be aware of your surroundings to see that this person is really, why are you so fidgety? Why are you jumping? Why is all this going on? And nobody, nobody was like, Yo, peek over the curtain and see what's good. D. And it's sad because so many rights and so many things are against women right now. Roe v. Wade has been overturned. Who to all of those who voted for to overturn Roe v. Wade, your mom's a hoe. Um funky bitch. Uh Voting rights are being attacked right now. It's like women can't catch a break. 
And now, even in the moment that we are supposed to be celebrating and bringing a new life in this world, we can't even do that without being sexually assaulted. Where does it stop and where, or when does it stop and when are we supposed to feel protected? Where, I don't know if it was because this was in a different country, they have different rules Usually, I now I haven't gone through a C-section, but I do have a best friend that's gone through two. When the mother is undergoing a C-section and my sister underwent, uh, underwent two, usually they're allowed to have somebody else in the room. Their person, whoever, for my friend, it was uh, her husband. For my uh, my sister, it was my mom. I don't know if it was because it was in a different country that they could not have somebody like their support person in the room or it could be because of COVID guidelines. I don't know, but God bless these women. Cause now I believe they're up to five or six women that are accusing Giovanni. He recently went to court judge denied him bail and said, yo, you got to stay in jail until all of this is solved and figured out. I will do you a favor and keep you in solitary confinement because apparently the prison that he's in in Brazil is one of the most dangerous prisons. Um, I think it's called Bangu. It's B-A-N-G-U. Hopefully I'm pronouncing it right. If not, I'm sorry. Um, But he is, that is where he is being held. But they have him in solitary confinement. When he first got there, the prisoners were basically basically going apeshit. So, yo, you got the answer for your crimes, pimp. I don't wish no bad on anybody. I pray for those uh, mothers that that unfortunately were assaulted. Giovanni, you got the answer for them crimes. You got the answer for them, pimp. Moving along to women not being protected. Um, I don't know if you all seen the TikTok story or I, it came across on my TikTok of this woman basically saying that, uh, she's a black woman and basically said that her natural hair from her experience has been more accepted by white men than it has by black men. Now it went on, somebody posted, uh, posted the story on Twitter and from there, all of these black men basically are in an uproar all of this well somebody's illegitimate son took it upon himself to do an quote-unquote experiment to take this woman's picture go through her profile take all her pictures set up a hinge account if you don't know what hinge is please look it up um and basically see how many responses that she would get on hinge and post the results and not only did he post the results he posted the pictures and in a not even a conversation with these people but posted their pictures and posted um their like i guess greetings or whatever them trying to holler at this woman little did they know it was a man ah, i got you bitch um but basically this woman was violated because, and now once, true enough, once you put your picture out there, it's public, whatever, whatever. But this woman's picture and likeness was taken purely for an experiment. Now, 
by the grace of God, I think they lived in two different uh, states. But if it was somebody in her area, in her state, that, yo, this could be a safety issue. You wholeheartedly could have put this woman's life in danger purely for a quote-unquote experiment because your feelings was hurt. Now, there's a possibility that this woman grew up in predominantly in a white neighborhood and she found that more white people accept, more white men accepted her natural hair. That's a possibility. But there's also a possibility that her experience, the black men she's dealt with, not all black men, but the black men that she has dealt with, has not accepted her natural hair. But for somebody's illegitimate child to take all of her pictures, set up this account that she knows nothing about, and basically say, yo, let's see how many responses she gets from several different races. And then you post all these people's information or whatever, where it can be a safety risk to her and to them. Now, you possibly finna get them caught up because they're not supposed to be on hinge. But that's, that's, and that's not your business. But you don't put their business out there. Sir, somebody, somebody gonna find you and beat your ass. I'm just saying. And if not beat your ass, I hope you stomp your toe in the middle of the night on the corner of your bed. That's all I'm saying. And to wrap up, just scrolling, just to end it on the funny note, this whole DoorDash glitch, if you do not know what it is, go to TikTok, type in DoorDash glitch. Some of y'all need y'all ass whooped. I'm just, listen, if this was a test from the government and just to see how would y'all handle an emergency, which it really shouldn't have been because we saw people hoarding toilet paper at the beginning of the pandemic. Why? I don't know. But, because you can't eat toilet paper. But, I, I saw so many people order thousands of dollars in McDonald's. Thousands of dollars in liquor. Thousands of dollars in flat screen TVs. All of this because apparently you could order it for free and you didn't have to pay for it. Baby, now... All y'all upset because Door DoorDash done made the block. <laughs> it came back. Scared. <laughs> hey, let me get the let me get that up at you. And everybody's posting their accounts in the negative, and not like oh I'm fifty dollars in the negative. No, like twenty thousand dollars in the negative. Baby, y'all thought DoorDash wasn't gonna get their money. Yeah, <laughs> DoorDash rolled up on, <laughs> on folks like Debo. <laughs> Give me that chain. <laughs> But this, my mama gave me, what chain? <laughs> like, what I say, why? Why? The only smart thing that I've seen, like, a few people do. One lady ordered, like, 30 boxes of diapers. Um, somebody ordered uh, a few first aid kits. Not many, because I think her order was first aid kits and then buku ounces of liquor. Like... <sighs> What, what were y'all going to do with, with TVs and computers? And then they were tipping the DoorDashers like $1,000 at a time because it's like, yo, it ain't my money. Well, guess what? <laughs> now it's your money. Um, So, yo, if you see your cousin on OnlyFans or doing something strange for a piece of change, DoorDash can hit that account. Help them out. <laughs> Let's move on to the next segment.
and we are back to our next segment which is unique thoughts unique thoughts is when i usually give my two cents on something that i've seen and or a story time so in my last episode i said that we were kind of going to be switching up unique thoughts if you've seen the am i an asshole type things on tiktok or youtube kind of what we're going to be doing here i'm gonna find a story on reddit purely off of the caption or well yeah the caption the title of the post and we're gonna read it together and <laughs> you're gonna get my live reaction or like i said you get a story time and seeing as though i didn't put my grandma business out here about her taking a tumble we're gonna i'm gonna tell you a quick story about the time i took a tumble and you be careful who you letting hype you up okay so i don't think i told this story here i don't believe i have if i have it had to be like in one of my early 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 episodes so basically picture it boom 2010 right senior year my senior year uh yeah class of 210 yeah yeah so senior day our senior day consisted of like a crawfish bowl um they had hamburgers hot dogs all of that and everything was out on the football field well they had these inflatable um water slide course course thingies you, you know the stuff you see at little kids parties it's just not the bouncy houses but the water slides and on another side they had this makeshift slip and slide when I say a makeshift slip and slide, they done got a couple garbage bags, taped them together, sprayed, sprayed it with water and maybe a little bit of soap and let the kids go wild. Okay. So here's the thing. I saw my classmates going down the slip and slide. It looked fun. I had never been on a slip and slide, but I was anxious because I wasn't finna be the big girl sliding down. Uh-uh. You want to see how a big bitch go down the slide? No, nah, no. Nah. Uh uh-uh, uh, I was not going to be hurt. So I waited to see if somebody my size would do it. Now I'm I'm plump, I'm thicker than a snicker, I'm good and fluffy, a good plush pound, if you will. Now <laughs> I had a classmate that was on the girls' basketball team. I'm not gonna say her name just in case she come across this, but she's she was like six something, six one maybe, six two maybe a good 250 okay maybe a good 250 so she she has some weight on her okay that's the best way i can put it she has some weight on her i was like you know what if she go down the thing i'ma go i'ma do it and sure enough she did cool you know what boom now at the time i had a friend and associate and a, and a close friend so the associate was like, hey, Red, I'm going to say my name. Even though I think y'all can see my name, that's neither here nor there. They are like, hey, I'm going to go down the slide. Are you going to do it? I was like, yeah, I'll do it with you. Da, 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 da. We get all this set up. Well, when I get in line, a couple of other of my classmates were like, oh, Shanita, you going to do it? How get? Oh, well, I done said my damn name. Either way it goes, my name is Shanita, okay? Nickname Red. There you go. But basically, they was like, yo, give me your stuff. I'll hold it until you until you go down the slide. The slip and slide. So, 
Needless to say, 2.5 seconds of me being on the slip and slide. I saw some people go down like on their side and not like just purely on their stomach. I didn't want to go down on my stomach. So I'm thinking, okay, boom, I'm going to get on and just go on on my side. No, that did not happen. 2.5 seconds after me getting on the trash bag, feet flew up in the air like the cartoons. <laughs> like the cartoons. You ever seen the cartoons? Boom. Feet went up in the air. Head bounced off the uh, ground like a basketball. Mind you, like I said, we were on the football field. It hurt. Okay? Head, boom. But I had a praying grandmother. <laughs> head bounced off the floor. No head. No, bounce off the ground. No hesitation. I blacked out for a good 30 seconds. When I came to, everybody was standing around me. Oh, my God. Are you all right? Hey, hey, hey. You know, what's going on? Wake up. Or, you know, are you good? I woke up to one of my classmates. Hey, is you okay? Girl, you hit that gr- Is you okay? <laughs> Needless to say, I sat up and the first words out of my mouth was, fuck, that hurt. <laughs> so, I I sit up, I'm holding the back of my head. Um, now, the teachers have seen that, you know, basically kids are surrounded a person. They think it's a fight or something going on. The person that was holding my stuff walks up to me cracking up laughing and drops my stuff and was like girl here you go why and then the person the associate that was supposed to go with me or supposed to go after me yes she didn't do it so once again your mom's a hoe um yeah yeah so needless to say the rest of the day I spent it laid out on the ground um by the grace of God, something told me to put some leave in my bag that day. I did. I took some leave and went and laid, laid down and got some food. And that was it. I, I, there was a water balloon fight later on in the day. I did not want to participate in that out of fear that I was going to bust my ass again. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that's me telling my story of, uh, me taking a tumble. Now let's do let's let's go to let's go to reddit real quick and purely to make sure we still recording i think we are i think we are i think we are i'm not entirely sure hello caller are you there are you there caller it looks like you still are all right so scrolling reddit and this caught my eye i'm breaking up with my boyfriend because he said i don't know how to suck dick (laughs) <laughs> okay <laughs> all right so i'm gonna try to go through this quickly uh let's see don't ask for head and then when i 20 feet 20 year old female give you <laughs> give you head you tell me i'm using too much teeth this man 22 male literally screams ah every second you're hurting me that ish hurts or girl, your teeth. <laughs> Damn chompers. Um, I I apologize to him when he says I'm hurting him and start back and he enjoys it for a second and then goes back to crying. Girl, you causing this man tears? It I guess this would uh fire and desire meant <laughs> pain before pleasure. Um 
one time he even pulled he even pulled his pants up in the middle of it basically forcing me to stop and drove to chick-fil-a and it hurt me because i want him to enjoy it i'm insecure about it and it got to the point i don't even want to give him bj's um quick pause did he get you chick-fil-a or did he just get chick-fil-a for himself you didn't update on update us on that needless to say moving along he then texted me that he wanted to have sex today and we got into a little argument and he said well maybe i only want head if you actually knew how to do it right this hurt my feelings and i can't believe he said that i'll be breaking up with him i'll be breaking up with him if i can't please him i'd rather not be with him or uh, i'd rather not be with him he can find somebody else honey sweetie baby um sugar plum there's a possibility he already has um he didn't just go to chick-fil-a once again did he bring you back some chick-fil-a is the question now here's my thing i i don't have that much experience you know not putting my business out there but i don't have that much experience and like i can't i i don't want to say that i've done what you have done but i i've come close but the person was like yo we were able to communicate about it right it sounds like you with somebody that's not a good communicator baby just leave just just leave You'll find somebody that will be a good communicator and explain to them, yo, I'm not good at this or I I don't really know how to do it and go from there. Now, if you want to practice, get you a couple popsicles or something, you know, do what you need to do. They have, they actually have courses on this. Don't ask me how I know. That's neither here nor there, nor is it in any of your business, but they have courses. A certain website has courses and... You can find anything on the internet. But yeah. Um, hopefully I can find an update and she can let us know if he got her Chick-fil-A. Okay, next segment. Hey honeys. So we have come into our segment of Hey Honey. Hey, honey, is when either you all send in questions and I give advice or answer the question, whatever, whatever, or I just give you a little encouraging word to push you on a little further in your week. Well, this time, honestly, at first I struggled to think of something for Hey, Honey. I try to be as as encouraging to everybody as I can, but sometimes it's hard to find an encouraging word for every for someone else when you feel like you can't even encourage yourself. Well, earlier this week, I or not this week, last week, whenever I had a phone conversation with one of my uncles and hey, Uncle Cal, um, we were having a conversation and he said something that really just 
stuck with me in a sense. He said, niece, I'm happy that you are going through, going on the journey that you are going on because I had told him about my breakup and all of this. He was like, I'm happy that you are taking the time to learn who you are before jumping into another relationship or different titles, wife, mother, all of that. I'm proud of you for taking the time to get to know who you are, because when you learn who you are, truly who you are, you can explain that to other people. And then they get to choose if they can respect that or not. And y'all can have whatever relationship, friendship, whatever going forward. So I said that to say this. Have you learned who you are? Have you learned your triggers? Have you learned what makes you tick? Have you learned what genuinely brings you joy? I'm on that journey right now and I can't particularly say Oh, yeah, I figured out who I am. I have not, honey. This emotional roller coaster, baby, is. Mm, I have gone from being happy in the morning to crying myself to sleep. I have gone from being anxious about tomorrow to shaking ass in the middle of the next day. So, <laughs> like this, this, this range, the range of it all, honey. It's okay if you don't know right now. But what are you doing to learn who you are? Because I hate the excuse people give. Oh, that's just Susan. You know, That's just who she is. No, that's who you allow her to be. Susan come and spew hate and bullshit and everybody else just accepts it. No, Susan going to catch this fade and keep it pushing. Because you've given her the excuse, oh, that's that's just who she is. Uh, you'll get used to it or just overlook it. No. Susan needs to go sit in a corner and go to therapy and find out what makes her tick so she can communicate. Because right now, Susan finna get stomped on. What are you doing to learn who you are and what makes you tick have you started that journey and if not when you do start it please 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 from the bottom of my heart do not compare your journey to somebody else's I I find myself doing that and it genuinely takes the joy out of the day do not compare your journey to somebody else's right now on my journey I had this like aha moment Um, a couple days ago where I was honestly like, I've learned about myself. I hate when somebody calls me sensitive. Um, because it was a word used that was weaponized against me from family growing up. Oh, you know, she's sensitive. She wear her heart on her sleeve. You can't say nothing about this person. Oh, you know, it's going to make her upset. She can't take a joke. I I hate being called sensitive. And with my ex, we got into it one time and he told me, he was like, man, I can't talk to you about nothing. I can't joke about nothing because you just so sensitive. And it genuinely, it pissed me off. And it pissed me off to the point where I got silent. And 
when I get silent, I'm a talkative person. I'm a people person. I love talking. My grandmother gifted me with the gift of gab. My Well, God gave me the gift of gab, but it was inherited by my grandmother, through my grandmother, from my grandmother. Jesus, what, whatever the word is. So, uh, for me to get quiet, either I'm about to go off or I've already established in my mind that I'm about to shut down. And once we were in a better place, I was able to explain to him, I don't like being called sensitive. And I didn't realize how much it hurt and how much I didn't like being called sensitive until I was in that position and somebody called me sensitive. And until this like epiphany, aha moment, I had a couple days ago. So I don't like being called sensitive. I don't like being told that I'm bossy or I'm always trying to run something. Once again, from my family, growing up or even in my teenage, early adulthood years, I would be told, you always trying to run something. I'd be happy. My my grandma used to say this. I'd be happy when you get a man so you can run them because you always trying to run something. Or being told by siblings you just bossy oh y'all know she you know she likes things her way or whatever the case may be but it's genuinely me trying to help but when I stop helping then it's well why are you not doing this anymore or why because I'm bossy remember because I'm always trying to run something remember so that being called that now either bossy or you know, being told I'm always trying to run something, especially when I'm genuinely trying to help, it hurts. It hurts beyond measure because I know that it's helping. But sometimes you can help people to the point that you're, that you are hindering them. Um, through this epiphany, epiphany moment, I learned that I don't like being yelled at. Or when somebody raises their voice at me, especially if we in a heated argument, I will shut down completely. I had a roommate in college. We were going back and forth about the light being cut on or light being left on at night when one of us uh, had to do some work. Usually it was me. I'm more so a night owl than I am an early morning person. So I got a majority of my work done at night. Well, at the time, I didn't have, like, um, I had a desk, but I didn't have, like, a lamp or whatever. So, I would leave the light on. And instead of us genuinely just having a conversation about it, we ended up going back and forth. And I remember her yelling at me, saying, whatever, it's done. It's done. The conversation is done. And I remember shutting down and that's just the first instance that come to mind there's been several other several other times where I have been yelled at or someone excuse me in the midst of an argument or whatever has raised their voice at me that I shut down or if we going back and forth and you start yelling at me I'm about to yell back and I'm only gonna yell for so long before I stop talking and I'm ready to fight I have yet, I'm still on my journey, okay? I have yet to find that middle ground of 
hey, I don't like this. Or we need to separate and then come back. I, I don't have a middle ground at the moment. Either I shut down and don't talk about it and let stuff pile up and boil up. Or you finna catch these hands. Or I'm finna cuss you out. Whichever one comes first. And the crazy part is I'm not a confrontational person. I do not like confrontation. I genuinely don't. So sometimes I'm more than likely bottle things up to avoid confrontation because I can admit that I don't know how to deal with it correctly yet. I'm I'm learning. I'm learning how to deal with it. Uh, deal with con- confrontation correctly. So I've learned and I can identify some of my triggers and I know why they are my triggers if you're on this self self rediscovery because I I once heard someone say um about self-discovery we're not discovering who we are we're reintroducing ourselves to who we are because when we're younger we move through life just as fine and dandy and as we get older, society plays a role, family t- plays a role, your surroundings play a role, and you lose who you are. So now you just have to rediscover who you've always been. And that's the role that I'm on now. And prayerfully, that's the role that you on. The role of rediscovery, reintroduction. Because you've always been a king you've always been a queen you've always been a baddie but you have to remind yourself of it and as I'm telling you this I'm telling myself this because there's times where I genuinely don't feel it I don't I once heard this on TikTok and this girl said a whole message about it but you can't heal from it because you keep rehearsing it. You can't heal from the things that are triggering you because you keep rehearsing rehearsing it in your mind. You keep retelling the story and not saying that you don't have that right because you do. You have the right to tell the story. You also have the right to heal from it. You have the right to forgive the person, not for them, but for you to free yourself from all of the negativity attached to it. It's okay to heal. It's okay to identify your triggers. It's okay to say, you know what? I'm not the person that I used to be. It's okay to speak on the things that hurt you and speak on how you went through the pain and how God brought you through it. And now you're on the other side of it. If you don't believe in God, the universe, whoever you believe in, For me, it's God. So on this journey of reintroduction, for me, I've learned some triggers and I'm learning more. Can you say the same about you? I love you. Well, we have reached the end of this episode. Thank you so much for sticking around through my foolishness, the emotional roller coaster, the 
imperfections. <laughs> Hopefully I have made you laugh. Hopefully I have made you feel some things. Hopefully I have just put a pause in a stressful day and gave you a little bit of joy. We have reached unique speaks. Lord, I'm forgetting the names of my own segments. But we have reached unique speaks. Unique speaks is when I give you a quote from a famous person or just give you a quote in general. It don't matter who it came from. If it applies, let it stick. If it doesn't, let it fly. Uh, <laughs> I give you a quote or I recite some of my poetry because I am a poet. Don't know if you know it, but yes, I'm a poet. Um, today you getting a quote. I keep telling y'all I'm I'm gonna give I'm gonna bring you something new and a crazy story. Remember when I said Susie took a tumble and we had to take her to the ER? Finished at the ER was taking her to the car or was putting her in the car actually, and a lady came out and was like excuse me you look familiar now mind you i have a mask on um she was like you look familiar um i was like oh okay Hmm? (laughs) antenna shot up uh ma'am where have you seen me (laughs) but she asked me um do i do poetry and i told her yes and there was a place out here called the wall and that is where she saw me that was over over two years ago over three years ago actually and she there's a radio station out here that hosts um poetry nights at a certain uh it was at one club now it's at a different one apparently and she apparently hosts some of them and she was like we have missed you um when are you you coming back and she made it a point to get my phone number so she can text me and harass me about the next poetry night and she wanted to see me there so perfectly I will get back into writing I it's a gift that I need to hone and sharpen because God did bless me with it and I have not been taking it as seriously as I used to or as I should so bad me but I am going to get better. So prayerfully, the next time you get an episode, you will get a poem. Today is not one of those days, okay? So sorry. Um, I'll give you a cookie if you are upset. Don't ask what kind of cookie it is because it's a surprise. Thank you. But the quote actually comes from RuPaul. If you don't know who RuPaul is, please look him up. Genuinely love RuPaul the quotes, everything. But the quote that you are getting right now is when you become the person that you, hold on, wait, because I'm I'm already messing it up. It's when you become the image of your own imagination, it's the most powerful thing you could ever do. And I genuinely support that because in my imagination, baby, I walk in my authority I'm a baddie, I'm a queen, and I act accordingly in my imagination. Now, what is going to take to bring imagination to fruition? I don't know. Or I'm learning what it's going to take. Um, my therapist is going to hear this, and she is genuinely... We're going to have a whole conversation about this at my next therapy session. <sighs> That's neither here nor there. But when 
the image and your imagination of who you are matches, you become that image of your imagination. Baby, can't nobody tell you nothing. Understand me. Because you walk taller. Your head is held higher. Your back is straighter. Or you got a hump in it if you shaking that thing. You know, I'm all, I support all of that. <laughs> but you walk in your power. You walk in your authority. Because the person that you've always imagined that you could be. The best version, not the version that your inner saboteur has created of you, but the best version of yourself that you've imagined when you become that image, your confidence shoot through the roof, baby. And I'm going to shoot up there to meet you. Okay. But this brings an end to this episode. Like I said, thank you so much. My name is Red. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for sticking around, even with me being inconsistent. Um, I greatly appreciate each and every person listening, each and every person that shares my episodes, each and every person that gets on to me when I have not uploaded an episode. I greatly appreciate all of it. Please stick around to let's see Stick around and see what else comes up on this journey. We together on this, okay? I love you, red people. And if you wonder why your name is red people or honey bun, if you wondering why I call you red people, it's because my name is red and you are my people. Always remember L-O-V-E is all we need. Until next time, I love you. Bye.